Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Far Out Podcast. My name's Hyatt, and for our first guest, our first episode, our first guest ever, I want to introduce a legendary actor. You might know him from such movies as Twins or Always Sunny in Philadelphia or maybe the Mario Brothers movie. Put your hands together for Danny DeVito. Danny, how are you? Lizard, am I standing in poop? Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 26th episode of Project Dave Podcast. I'm your host, AC. Today, we have a special guest from the Miami Collection. Give yes, it up I for what's up, the what's collector. <laughs> thank you, thank you. How are you today? Uh, doing pretty good. You know, it's a little bit early in the morning, but we're going to run through this and get it done. Yes, this is, yeah, we, we could point it out. This is the first time we ever recorded in the morning. It's currently about to be 10. Yeah, it's real early. Too early for this. I'm show. in Zoom right now, bro. Yeah, <laughs> we're both in our in our Zoom classes. Uh, but let's get right into it. Like for those who don't know what your Instagram page is about, how would you describe it to them? Um, I feel like it's the first collaborative Instagram that takes place in Miami. Um, the concept of this page was initially to bring out the rawness and the authentic authenticity of a city like Miami that right. is usually filled with like you know lavish like lifestyles and like toxic you know, lifestyles as well, and mm-hmm. just, you know, super aggressiveness all around. So this page kind of, like, gives us a breather and allows the artists and, you know, the raw, authentic stuff to, you know, come out on top of the city. For sure. Because um, I, I talked to one of my boys that was having you on, and they were like, oh, like, what is he, a photographer? And I was like, well, no, it's, it's more like, like, he just shows different yeah. parts of Miami. Um, I do take some of the pictures, and interviews are all shot by me. And also regarding my pictures, if you ever see one of my pictures up there, um, I don't edit them. And the reason for that is because I feel like Miami already has a bunch of like edits and you know when girls go take pictures or guys go take pictures you know they're always editing stuff you know trying to make it seem like something is not so regarding my pictures you see like the plain unfiltered like just authentic stuff always and of course you have pictures that other people send in and you know they can obviously be edited and whatnot but that's just regarding my stance on my photography videography yeah for you yeah um how come what made you want to start this um basically my whole life i feel like i've i've grown up in miami but i haven't truly grown up in miami i feel like i was always out of my crowd and like different and the reason for that was because thanks to you know technology nowadays you know i've grown up on youtube since i was like 12 11 10 so i've always been you know watching interviews from outside of this city you know Mm -hmm. new york um la you know houston texas all of this stuff so i've always been like shown to different cultures that's not necessarily Miami and I felt like a lot of people around me also felt that way but just didn't have like a platform to like express themselves because you know Miami as has previously stated has that natural like nah like if you're different yeah you're like you're a weirdo what do you what, do, what are your thoughts on the kind of stereotype that Miami has compared to the rest of the country okay. like everyone's like oh it's a party yeah 24 yeah, 7 yeah. they're, they're kind of dumb over yeah. there it's Florida um especially now during the spring break I feel like we're like looking at like a laughing stock because, I mean, you see Ocean Drive, rest in peace, Ocean Drive, that shit is getting fucked up. Yeah. But, you know, all the spring breakers and whatnot, because that's what it is. That's what Miami is. That's what people come here for. And it's sad because, you know, how about the people that don't, how about the people that live in Miami that don't come for that? Yeah. Like, what else do we have for ourselves? Like, you look at New York, for example, like, it's filled with culture and, like, people and, like, you know, all types of stuff. Fashion is, like, way super ahead of us. New York, on, like, a level I feel like New York is, like, doing a lot better than us right now hmm. on, like, the state of culture and whatnot and acceptance. Because right. you look at Miami, Miami is just, just parties and stuff. Like, the city doesn't really have, like, what city can we go to and, like, you know, just vibe out? That's yeah. not, like, filled with clubs or anything. I mean, we usually like to, like, talk positive things, but 
let's talk about some recent events mm -hmm. with the spring breakers that down south in the Miami, yeah, by the Miami Beach area, people have been going and, and like trashing restaurants, getting huge tabs and walking out and not paying for them. Uh, I, I literally saw a picture the other day where it was like garbage bags and, and, uh, and cups and it was just like all over the place. And it was like, these people just come here and, and trash our city and then, and then that's it. Like, I, I get it. I get it. Like they were like cooped up, you know, because of spring break before. Yeah. But that's still no way Not to treat it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Miami has a lot of corruption and whatnot, sadly. Mm. Um, just like every other state does and every other city does. So I feel like a lot of the things behind it is we're kind of asking ourselves, why haven't they closed the beaches off so early? The reason for that is because they're making a fuck ton of money off of it. Right. And, you know, if you're making a fuck ton of money, like a city like Miami, they're going to keep going until, you know, this shit happens, until, like, we have to, like, we have, we're, like, forced to stop it. So... Yeah, it got to the point where they were losing money, like $20,000, and especially, you know, restaurants that have been affected so heavily by, like, COVID already. It sucks to them, you know, have to suffer even more because of some stupidity. Yeah, I'm definitely going to get some flack for, for saying this, but that's also one of the big problems of the public school system here, especially mm -hmm. Miami-Dade. Right, yeah, Miami-Dade public schools, where they they care more about the the money mm -hmm. than the actual, like, for sure. like teaching and stuff yeah. like that. So it's... a uh, it's kind of heartbreaking. Like, not heartbreaking, but disappointing. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you could look at the stats or whatever, but I'm sure Miami is, like, one of the biggest places where, like, corruption, Miami-Dade especially, where corruption is, like, mm -hmm. all over the place. Yeah. I mean, let's say you get to be the governor or the mayor uh -huh. for Miami. Uh -huh. What would be the first thing you would change? That's or the first thing you would do? Um, I think my focus would obviously have to be on... I think schools, bro. Miami-Dade schools, public system. Um, I look at a lot of these schools, and these schools aren't really getting, you know, the proper. Like, thank God I go to, you know, a nice proper school like, you know, Matter Lakes. Shout out Matter Lakes. Shout out. Um, but yeah, like I don't have to deal with any of that gang stuff, none of that, mm -hmm. you know. Luckily, poverty-stricken stuff. Yeah. And you know, my teachers are always there for me and whatnot. But I look at other schools, and you know, they're not doing. Like, I don't know where I would be if I went to these other schools. I wouldn't be where I am, like where exactly. I am right now. Yeah. And it sucks because it feels like the administration cares more about like, then like like I said, the the finance, the money aspect, yeah. rather than than giving you the student a, a good experience. Exactly, yeah, hundred percent. That's kind of where like the corruption falls. Like, yeah, there I know there's good teachers. I know there's people that go to school and and they want to be a teacher and want to help the youth for the future. Mm. Like like yeah, I'm not saying you personally. I'm just yeah. saying the I'm looking at it as a whole. Yeah, like the whole student body. Or, yeah. Like, I'm not, like, pointing... Yeah, the higher-ups and whatnot. Everyone exactly. Because uh, I used to say that, and I have a, I have a friend that she's, uh, she's like, studying to become a teacher. And yeah. She's like, why are you talking so much shit about... The, like, she, she yeah, yeah. She's like, why are you talking so much shit about the school system? Yada, yada. Like, I'm trying to be a teacher. I'm like, it's nothing personal. Like, I'm yeah. just saying my opinion yeah, yeah, yeah. that it could be better. It could. It always. could be better. Yeah, 100%. Actually, um, talking more about the, the government side of it... Uh, not last week, but the week before mm -hmm. episode twenty four. Yeah, episode oh, right. episode twenty four. Yeah. I had on a an organization, the Combat Homelessness, mm -hmm. called Ash. Oh, Super amazing people. On that episode, I mm -hmm. asked if I could go on and help, and and since then I have. And experiencing what they do, like it's first of all, I want to point out they're super organized, uh -huh. which is really impressive to me. They're super organized. They. They're like, okay, these people make the food. This is how we make it. You do this. We got the food ready. Okay. And it's not just like giving out food. They got 
clothes donated from different places. They got socks, which is very important. A lot of people don't know that homeless people, I'm sorry, houseless people need yeah. socks. Socks, uh, shirts, even even women's underwear and stuff, like sports bras and yeah. stuff. And they're like, okay, everyone, like two of you go in this car, two of you go in that car. Okay, you guys are in charge of the waters. You guys are in charge of the, of the food. You guys are in charge of like all this yeah. and that. And then we go around and, and they already know all, like all the areas yeah. from like, you know, living in the city and stuff. Yeah. They're like, okay, at this particular spot, like this is where like there's a lot of houselessness mm-hmm. uh, under this bridge over there by base, like, like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was really humbling. Yeah, it really was. Uh, like, I think a lot more people should help out. Definitely. Yeah. Like when you mentioned, like when you just mentioned that, like stuff like that is what like more like more projects like that is what mm-hmm. we need in Miami. Exactly. Like, I'm tired of this, like, you know, stupid, like repetitive, like you don't really see any real content coming from Miami. There's not any, like, no real good projects going on, really. I mean, I'm sure there's a couple, like, how you just stated these, but I feel like we definitely wanted that. Like, you, uh, shout out to, like, you, like, I come, Project you know, I see, yeah, yeah, Project 88, I see, like, some realness, like, authentic shit, like, you're really, like, trying to work. And this is as raw as we Yeah, like, <laughs> like, this is as raw as it gets, bro. Yeah. And, like, this is only the beginning, I'm sure, for you, and I'm sure you know that, too, if you keep going. So, yeah, shout out to you for, you know, really putting something that. unique together, because we need more of this. Yeah. Need more of you. I appreciate that, though. No problem. But uh, yeah, well, it's funny you bring that up because on the on the first day distributing, mm-hmm. well, at least for me, uh, we ran into another organization. I, I, I don't remember the name. I think it was like the Green Garden or, or uh, Green Hand, like something. Mm-hmm. It, it was something. And we ran into, like, as we're, like, going to see these people, like, there's, like, other people here. And we're like, whoa, what's going on? Yeah. And they have, a, a, like, a, like, not a huge crowd, but, like, a mob of people giving yeah. out food, yeah. clothes. And that was really, like, heartwarming yeah. for me personally. That was, like, damn, like... There's, like there's others out there. Yeah. Like you're not alone when it comes to to helping out. That's real shit. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, well, I I did say I don't want to get serious, uh-huh. but I'm gonna get serious. I'll give you that. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, each episode I have different variations of this question. Okay. But I I want to ask you. Mm. Let's say. In the in the jungle in the forest. Okay. Whichever terrain you want. You see. A black jaguar and a snow leopard, and they fight. Okay. Who do you think is gonna win? Huh. A black jaguar and a snow leopard. Honestly, I feel like, and it's in a jungle. It could be anything you want. Like, what, like I feel like the environment though would have to do a lot with it because a snow leopard like is used to being like in a snow environment. Mm-hmm. Like they're completely two like opposite environments. Right. And then a, like a black panther is like used to being like in the jungle. Right. So like, depending on the environment, I guess. But if you could give me like either or. Um, or just like a middle like equal environment let's take them both out of their environment let's okay. put them in like san diego like the desert all right okay <laughs> um i think honestly a black panther just because um shout out to like chadwick the real black panther yeah and that motherfucker goes hard yeah. so i'm guessing they had to translate some black panther to like human shit because i feel like the black panther would move fast yeah i don't sure. really see a snow leopard a lot on like uh what's it called what's that show called the Animal, animal Planet? Yeah, Animal Planet. I don't really see a lot of snow leopards. I do be seeing a lot of Black Panthers, though. Mm. So I feel like they're definitely, you know, watching that. For sure. I mean, I saw a picture of a fully grown tiger, yeah. a male tiger, and that, that motherfucker was built. Nah, yeah. I was like, yo, imagine if, if he went to the gym and shit. That's crazy. <laughs> like, if he knew about right? all the workout <laughs> techniques and stuff. Nah, yeah, they probably, imagine, like, more, like they, I don't know if they put them on steroids sometimes. And the zoos? Maybe. I doubt it. I hope not. Nah, it's yeah, like hopefully animal not. Animal But some of them are ripped as hell. I'll be like, damn, like, how do you get that ripped in, like, a zoo? Yeah. Like we're just walking back and forth. 
I mean, to, I mean, if you like, when you're bored, you're bored, bro. They got the, yeah, that prison body. I'm sure they work out. Yeah, for yeah. sure, hundred percent. Are you are you a Marvel fan? Um, I have some friends. Me personally, like, I'm comparing myself to my like. They're like real fans, so I wouldn't consider myself fans because I look right. at them and I'm like, damn, like they're fans. Nah, I like watching the movies and shit, but I don't really like follow like any other comics or whatnot. Mm, so you're not really like a big part of the lore and stuff. Nah, just you know, I enjoy the movies. Do you uh, do you watch Wandavision? Nah, I've heard it's really good though. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like it's kind of complicated, like, if you don't know what's going on previously together. I mean, if you haven't, I mean, you're lucky, because all the episodes are already there yeah. at this point. So, you, like, you don't have to wait, like, a week. So, then there's, like, yeah. I mean, like, what the fuck is yeah, going yeah. on? You got to find out in one day. Mm. I would, yeah, I would have loved to, like, find out all in one day, because there's a suspense each week. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. How grueling. I mean, it kind of makes it better sometimes, because you're, like, just waiting, like, super anxious. Yeah, for sure. And there's parts where you're, where like, you're, like, yeah, and you have like a watch party with your boys yeah, and shit, and then everyone gets hyped when a certain yeah, character appears yeah, yeah. or someone does something cool. That's loud. For sure. But uh, I think, oh, we know. I went, We haven't touched on it, but mm. I want to ask you. Like, uh, again, Godzilla versus King Kong. By the time of this recording, it would already come out. Uh-huh. Who do you think is going to be the, the victorious winner? All right, so we previously talked about this, but... Um, Way before, like, me and my boys were like, yo, like, we're going to get high as fuck and, like, watch the shit out of this shit. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's, like, a movie that you got to watch high as fuck. Right. Like, a fat-ass ape and, like, a fat-ass lizard fighting against each other, which is <laughs> great. But, I mean, Godzilla do be having his, like, god powers and whatnot, his laser beams and whatnot. Yeah. But just, a monkey's just a monkey, bro. Yeah. Like, you can't beat a monkey. Like, it's just the, the true essence of, like, everything that everyone should aspire to be. Like, just a monkey. Unlock your inner monkey. Yeah. I mean, on, on some serious shit, though, uh, uh, chimpanzees. Yeah. I would never fuck with a chimpanzee. Nah, they'll would rip fuck, your face off. Exactly. I would fuck with an alligator, a shark yeah. before I fuck with a chimpanzee. Nah, chimpanzees are wild. They're too crazy for me. There was this lady that, like, her face got ripped off. Like, mm. There's pictures that shit was bad, and she, like, lived. Yeah, I remember that because I, I watched, like, a whole video essay about mm-hmm. it, and apparently, this, the way the story goes is that. Uh, at that like that day or that time, the mm-hmm. chimpanzee was kind of acting up, like like not like like an aggressive, maybe more like sluggish. Yeah, like, it was something. I think it was like the like, drugs or something. Yeah, so she she crushed up like yeah. Parkinson yes. and his tea or yes. something, and then gave it to him, yeah. thinking it would calm him down. Mm-hmm. But it fucking made him worse. Like, exactly. Made him go ape shit. And he was like chasing the like he went outside chasing the neighbors and like mm-hmm. the neighbor like witnessed like the lady's face being ripped off. Yeah, and and I was talking to my boy and he told me that. That the one of the reasons chimpanzees are so dangerous is because they analyze you. They see that okay, this per like people humans they uh-huh. use their, their hands a lot, their fingers a lot, like they they, they look a lot. Yeah. And since we're like physically bigger, mm-hmm. I mean necessarily it doesn't mean that we're stronger though. Yeah. But we're, since we're like taller and wider and stuff, they think like okay, they gotta like the chimpanzees are like we gotta get rid of the their their weapons, their items. So they go for the fingers, they got the eyes, oh, they rip shit. off the nose, and that's why they're so like aggressive. Yeah, they're like they're almost human mm-hmm. like they think i mean we would do the same thing too if we were right. like fighting against and the thing is they have the strength to back it up too yeah so it's not especially like, that so it's fucking it's yeah. so scary i would never i used to want to there was this movie that drake and josh made uh-huh. the christmas one have you seen it they have like a monkey or something they have a yeah one of the Chim- characters have like a chimpanzee in it because he wanted it for christmas no nah, that's super scary bro i can't not a chimp <laughs> like I a mean, t- i feel I'm, like a tiger like it'll just like just bite your neck and like you die. Yeah. But, like a chin, bro, would like, like torture you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, bro. I would never get any exotic animals. I mean, I would, like, a part of me would want, like, a little monkey. Maybe the little ones. Yeah, the little ones. I don't think the little ones could rip my arm off. 
Yeah, no, they're just they're just like whatever. Yeah. Have you seen them on on YouTube and shit? Where, yeah. where like they like open packages. Yeah. And, like, there's this dude that has one. He's I don't know what his name is. He's full of, like tattoos and shit, and he has like a pet monkey, and it's really cool. I saw one the other day in real life. Yeah. I was driving with my mom uh, after getting breakfast, oh. and we look over to to the truck next to us, and the, there's, a monkey. there's a monkey all decked out in like pink, like a pink shirt, That's pink crazy. skirt, and she was like on the owner's shoulder, and then we were like, "What the fuck? <laughs> is this real right now?" Yeah, nah, Miami yeah. you see them a lot. Oh, for sure, Miami you see everything. Like that's where this is that like stereotype where, uh, where like oh you see gators and we just grab them by the neck and yeah. throw them in the lake. Yeah. Like, I also saw them um, regarding exotic animals. I don't know if they're exotic, but I've never seen a peacock in my life. Mm-hmm. And my work is kind of like around Miami shores. Mm-hmm. And they're rich as fuck. So supposed to be like they went in the eighties and nineties. They had a bunch of like peacocks because right. that one was you know it's an exotic animal. Yeah. But they're like everywhere. And I've, like, in Hialeah, you don't see fucking peacocks. I mean, around this area, like, down that way, <laughs> there's, like, a lot of big houses. I don't, I don't, I don't want to say mansions, but there's yeah. a lot of big houses. And one day, some peacocks escape. So oh, I'm, I'm chilling, like, at this spot in my uh-huh. house. And I go on the balcony, and two peacocks are walking, like, behind here. And I'm just that? like, damn. <laughs> I've never seen a peacock. I was amazed. You still haven't seen one? Or you no, I saw, that was the first time I saw one. So I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. these people are used to, like, just seeing peacocks outside their house. They're beautiful. Yeah, they are. It's the dudes that are, are like, all yeah. blue and decked out, yeah. and the females are, like, gray and level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn, bro. What would you say is your spirit animal? Um, I think an elephant. I love elephants. I love elephants, um, too. They're so smart. Yeah, specifically for the fact that they're also really smart, and that they never forget. Mm. And I feel like that kind of transpires to, like, me. Like, I like I could forgive, but, like, I can never forget. Right. So, an elephant is crazy. Like, an animal can, like, remember you for, like, ever. Yeah. Going back to to your things for a mm-hmm. bit, to, the, to your Instagram page. Yeah. What, uh, do you have any memorable experiences when either to do, uh, when you were doing, like, a, a photo mm-hmm. shoot or, or mm-hmm. interviewing someone really yeah. interesting? Um, I think the biggest one right now, uh, shout out to Subvano3000. Shout out. Um, he's going crazy on TikTok right now. Mm. And it's crazy because we were down in Wynwood. It was like a school day. Again, I had like Zoom in my fucking pocket. It's hot <laughs> as hell. Like the hottest day ever, bro. And I'm walking, bro. We're trying to get contact. We're trying to get uh, content. And the thing about Wynwood is that there's a lot of like, you know, homeless people. Mm. And unfortunately, you know, these homeless people are sometimes, you know, they get a little crazy or whatnot. Yeah. And, you know, so like we're getting like a bunch of content. Like, I'm, And some of them have actual real shit to say, which yeah. is crazy because I feel like Homeless people sometimes they're smart. Yeah, like they, they say the most real shit because they're not, con- they don't have any like strings attached to them mm-hmm. regarding like exactly. you know day to day life or like money or like you know all this other shit. Like they just live for themselves kind of, so they kind of like like enter into like a new state of mind. Exactly. But um, back to the, the topic. Um, so yeah, when 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 it's hot as fuck, I'm hungry as fuck. I'm in Zoom and I see a U-Haul truck and there's this guy on top of it. You know, dreaded out. He looks like a rapper. He has his cloud goggles on. And I see him from afar, and I'm like, yo, like, this dude looks cool. Like, let's go shoot him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And by the way, when I say shoot, I don't mean, like, actually shoot. I mean, like, take pictures. I have, like, a, a bad thing that I'm like, yo, let me shoot you. Or, like, I walk into a place, and I'm like, let me shoot this place up. And it's like, <laughs> I just mean, yeah, I just yeah, mean taking one, pictures. That one could be out of context. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, okay, let's go shoot this dude. So we go, we shoot him, and super chill dude. Um, Turns out, you know, I take some pictures of him on top of this U-Haul truck. They came out really nice. They're on my page. But, um. We do a little interview as well, also on my page. Turns out he's a producer. Mm. And he's a real raw producer. Like, you know how these producers be, like, in FL Studio? They be, like, you know, in, like, a recording studio. You know, nah. Like, you go on this guy's TikTok, and he's, like, in a car, like a pickup truck. Like, with the... What's that? The sample thing called? Like, you click a button, 
and like it plays like a, I don't know what it's called. Like the, producers use it. Like the audio interface? Some It might be that. It's like oh, a little, the soundboard. Yeah, the soundboard. Yeah. He's, like this guy's making beats off just like a, literally a soundboard. Mm-hmm. Like just connected to his car. Yeah. So it's crazy. And now he's, I think he's doing, I don't know what uh, TV series it is, but I think it's like Wu-Tang something. And he got like flown out to New York. Damn. And like a matter of like a month that I, like I last on. Like it's crazy how like your life can change. But yeah, he was super chill dude. His beats are like off the charts. Like after I was listening to them, I was like, wow, like this guy should be good. That's and it's cool. crazy because I just met him like on top of a fucking U-Haul truck, yeah. and now this dude's like being filmed for like I don't know if it's MTV, My like Wu Tang or something like that. Yeah, so yeah, sure. that was definitely like it goes to show how like one little connection, like how much you can. I definitely should have him on to talk about that. No, yeah, for sure. And be like, yo, what's going on with you on top of you know? <laughs> and he had like they had like shows and stuff. Like they had a pop up, and it was just in a U-Haul truck with like his little producer stuff and like you know a speaker. Yeah, and it was really vibey, like cool music. You make music or not? Uh, you're, just, you're just an avid listener. I used to have a friend. I have a SoundCloud. I don't want to shut it off though. But uh, <laughs> I, I I feel like every Miami kid at one point, you know, tries to rap. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I was like yeah. ninth grade and whatnot. But yeah, I really like I like I love music. Mm-hmm. I feel like music is everything. I wouldn't be here without music. Yeah. Um, the fact that like sounds and like clicks can like influence you to like you know be motivated or sad or depressed is like beyond me. Like I can't even imagine that. Yeah. Like how that works, but it works. So yeah, music is. I love music. Yeah. Uh, going uh, like uh, taking a step back to what you said previously mm-hmm. about the homelessness and like and like how some of those people yeah. are just like like observating and kind of like yeah. wise in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is kind of like a funny story. I I uh, so the, my first day distributing, mm-hmm. like a lot of funny shit happened, but this one kind of sucked to me out in particular where mm-hmm. I got partnered up with this chick and we're giving out uh, clothing, uh-huh. and you know how the the shirts that have like. Uh, so like the thing on the end is called polo. Yeah. So like it just because you say, oh yeah, that's a polo shirt, it that doesn't mean it's like buy polo the company. Yeah, no, yeah, it's a type of shirt. Yeah, it's a type of shirt. So I'm giving out and like personally, I think it's a cool looking. Like it's it's white and then yeah. the collar is gray. Yeah. That's what I was looking for collar. And I'm giving it out and then uh, this guy goes up to me. Well, two dudes come up to me, and they're like, I'm like, oh, what you got, brother? And then I'm like, oh, it's uh, I'm, we're gonna close. You guys need any shirts, mm-hmm. any t-shirts, anything? We got larges. And then he's like ravaging through the bag. He's like looking. He's like, oh, I don't like that. And then he looks at the other one. I don't like that. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, like, do you need a big shirt? Do you, do you want the polo? And he's like, polo. And he gets kind of excited. He whips it out. He's like, he's like, yeah. And then he looks <laughs> and, it's, and it sees it's like from a different brand, <laughs> like like Kenny Jones yeah, or some yeah. shit. And he's like, this ain't no polo. <laughs> Dumps it in the bag and walks away from me. That's and crazy. the dude next to him, I'm guessing yeah. this is his boy, and he's like, what are you talking about? That's a polo shirt. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just found it so funny. I, I found it so interesting that even though they're, like, in this predicament, they don't take ne- they don't necessarily take our, like, handouts. Like, yeah. they, they're, they're picky with what they do. Yeah. Like, just because someone offers them doesn't mean they're always going to take it. Yeah. And that was something I, I learned recently. Another thing was that, like, there's a lot of younger houses people, too. It's not just... Really? Oh, yeah. I found people, like... In their mid twenties and stuff. That sucks. At first, I thought like I saw this chick and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, is she like from another place helping distribute? Like, is she gonna help us?" And but she was living like out there, like That's in crazy. the tent. And I was like, "What the fuck? Yeah. Like, this could really affect anybody." No, yeah, for sure. Poverty is something that not not everyone could escape. Yeah, really eye opening, and uh, it's so interesting. Miami is such an interesting city because sure. the way you meet people, the way you see things, could go. It's the most random, crazy experience. That's facts. Miami definitely has that. Miami is a known friend of all things. And one of the big things now, especially in like 
of our generation is uh-huh. thrifting. Uh-huh. A lot of people love to go to Goodwill. Yeah. The other day, my boy was like, let's have a 1920s murder mystery party theme tonight. Like, he planned yeah. it that morning. Yeah. All of our friends went to Goodwill, cool. got decked out. That's fine. And uh, actually, I, I got decked out. I kind of yeah. tried to make myself look like a doctor. And yeah. Shit. Uh, but I had a chick, mm. uh, Angie Rowe, shout out. Mm. And she's really good at thrifting. Yeah. Because like, she's a photographer and a stylist. It's so always she, like the art people that are like really good at thrifting. Yeah. And she's like, I feel like she finds like the greatest fits yeah. for cheap. I don't know how she does it. Because yeah. I go and they're like, okay, 30 bucks. I'm like, 30 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> really? I like thrift stores? Yeah. Huh. Uh, fuck, there was one that she told me about that's really good down Red, in white, and blue. No, it's pink something. Oh, I haven't heard of pink. Yeah, I don't remember. I'm I'm probably tripping, but probably not pink. But yeah. people listening are gonna be like, "That's not what she said." <laughs> but what was I gonna say? But uh, yeah. Do you do you partake in thrifting? Um, yeah. Like I feel, as I was saying, um, thrifting, especially nowadays, has gotten really big, hmm. and in Miami, especially, like, a couple like five years ago, maybe because we were younger. But I don't really know about thrifting until like now. Yeah. Uh, I think it's partly thanks to like TikTok and whatnot, but like you know Instagram as well. You know, like you showed off more, and I used to think you know my my parents used to say that you know thrifting was like lo, lo muerto and whatnot. Yeah, like, yeah. I, so like you're, you're Hispanic. Right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's a Hispanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad's like like they kind of look down upon yeah, it. Yeah, because it's like uh, like secondhand. Yeah, use clothes, but like something you want like bro, if you're getting that shit for like a dollar, like. I used to go to like H and M and buy a shirt for twenty bucks, bro. And it's like a plain, yeah, like some boring. basic ass shirt. Like uh-huh. I used to be just giving up to like the big man for twenty dollars, bro. And then you know you go to like Goodwill, like Red, White, and Blue or whatever, and you get a shirt for like a dollar. Mm-hmm. Like that's crazy how much money I was right. spending. And, and people can't like people can't look past the fact that it's just hand me downs mm-hmm. to like save that much amount of money. Like right. it goes to show like how prideful some people are. Like just exactly. just shut up and like come on. And just, and it's not even like like people think that like. Goodwill accepts anything, anything like they, yeah. like, like I don't know about other thrifting mm-hmm. places, but mm-hmm. especially Goodwill, they check. They're like, like if you give furniture, they make sure it's fixed. If mm-hmm. if you give them some broken shit, they're like, ah, oh, take mm-hmm. it back. We don't want your washing machine, your cabinet, none of that. They look at the clothes. They're yeah, like, they're okay, standards. this is two thirty. This is like too much things. Like I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. we we can't accept this. Like they they care and they like wash their shit yeah. too beforehand. They're not like fucking like oh, okay yeah, okay yeah. thank you throw no, on some shelves. Sure. Definitely have there. They try. They're organized. Yeah, definitely. And even sometimes uh, when I go, like the people there, the cashier there, like they give me even more of a discount because, like, bro, it's like it's just chill. Like thrifting is just you know for the kids. I feel like if you don't have a lot of money or whatnot, and if you're not like working, like you know most of us are, might be. Yeah, definitely go thrift, and it allows you to like kind of like find new type of like fashion senses or like new styles because you're not wasting that much money on it so like sometimes i would go to like expensive places and i'd be like oh like i want to try this new set of style but i'm gonna have to waste like 50 bucks yeah but now i literally go to goodwell's like oh i want to buy it's actually what like kind of like brought out the more feminine side of me hmm. um i'm a dude i'm a super feminine dude like i don't give a fuck i literally wear whatever the fuck i want right um i feel like 2021 like a piece of clothing like defines like what gender i am like i find like like it's stupid as hell right like i could should be, i should be able to like put on a dress and like who the fuck cares like it's literally like cotton like yeah. on my body like you should look past that but obviously it's gonna take some time but yeah like i literally be wearing all types of shit like crop tops dresses whatnot well there well okay well i will get back to that yeah because yeah. there's something interesting right, i want to talk yeah, about for but sure, for sure. i want to talk about uh one of my boys uh-huh. found a whole uh What's a snowboarding outfit? What the fuck? 
like from the 80s it was blue and purple it was actually pretty live and it was like for females but he bought like he's yeah, a dude yeah. and he bought it and i was like and he probably i think he got it for like less than 10 bucks i don't remember but it was super cheap yeah and no. like it's like a onesie but like for snowboarding yeah, yeah. and it's, it's actually it's honestly pretty cool and uh before that i went and my and my boy found like a kimono and it had like a tiger in the back and shit and the same dude told me that shout out to big mac he told me that he was like Oh, I saw a video one time where uh, these people go thrifting mm -hmm. for like looking for ex items that are are actually really expensive. Yeah. When you re like re reselling them. Yeah. And he found like a thousand dollar shoes for like for like a dollar, and I was like, bro. Yeah. Imagine if you find that shit. There. Yeah, I saw some like the, I think my biggest find was some Harachis. Oh, and a Shadow Hill jacket. There's a Shadow Hill jacket that I found in Goa, mm. and Shadow Hill like it's an LA based brand. Yeah. So a lot of people don't know about it, but like I searched it up. The first thing I see is like Kendall Jenner wearing it. I was like, what the fuck? Like the same yeah. exact jacket. And you bought it? Yeah, I bought it. I haven't yeah. sold it yet because it's just like a like it's super small. It's like a size S, yeah, small. So yeah. I, it doesn't fit me. Yeah, one of the things about about people who like resell, yeah. I feel like they get like they have to fight the urge to get attached to a particular sense of clothing because yes. it is cool yes. clothing. Yeah, like, exactly. Jackets and shit. So you gotta be like, I'm like, I'm doing it for the bag. I'm doing it for yeah, the bag. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I'm, I mean, it was. Like, I mean, yeah. I'll, it's a cool polo jacket. I might yeah, keep yeah. it, <laughs> but. It's interesting, like I like I like to bring up the like circum like I I I like talking about people's minds. Like uh -huh. I'm very into f uh, philosophical questions. Uh, like literally, yeah, like two episodes ago, like I would just ask my guests like philosophical questions. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not knocking my previous guest. He was yeah. a cool guy. Uh, I asked him beforehand. I was like, "Is it cool we talk about like if I yeah. ask you something philosophical?" Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, for sure, I'm down." Yeah. And then when it came to that uh, time to it, I asked him the question. And he was like, to be honest, man, this is kind of hurting my brain. I was like, <laughs> and I was like, okay, yeah, no, I'll nah, respect. Man. I don't want to hurt anybody. But, yeah. um, but I'm kind of, I don't want to be one of those people that go like, oh, I'm going through a spiritual journey and mm -hmm. like, awakening. Because mm -hmm. it's more like me personally, I feel like that should be personal to you. Like, yeah. Like me, myself, mm -hmm. I wouldn't go out and tell everybody I meet, like give them a handshake and be like, oh, by the way, I'm doing this. Yeah. It's, I feel like that's just one of those things where you just keep to yourself like it's personal. But definitely, if you feel comfortable enough to tell other people like, like oh, I'm meditating, I'm, I'm doing all this, yeah. go for it. Like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not knocking you. I'm yeah. just me. Like, me personally, I'm kind of timid when it comes to yeah. that. I'd like to keep it to myself. Like, it's special. Yeah. It's more like a, you know. But doing, going through that, and like, like I'm still going through it. Like, it never mm -hmm. ends. And, like, I've been able to observate and see things differently from so many different perspectives. Mm -hmm. Like, even talking to going back to the school system like I, I talk to like teachers and like administration mm -hmm. and I find it so interesting like I could see them like in the box yeah like I, I could like I envision it like like when I try to have a conversation with them they don't see me as another person they see me as like a, a student and a teacher yeah. relationship and it's hard when you try to have like a one-on-one -on -one serious conversation uh -huh. like I did with this one guy and I was telling him an issue I was having with another teacher and I told him straight up how I felt, like my perspective on it. Like I, I, I cut the bullshit. I was like, I was like, I'm not coming to you from student to teacher. I'm coming from person to person. That's how it should be. I felt like a lack of disrespect, and this is my opinion on it. Yeah. And he laughed. He laughed. Mm. He he giggled. He he thought I was like, I don't know what he thought, but yeah. But he thought it was like what I got from it is that he thought my reaction was silly. Yeah. That that I was being a, a silly person. Mm. Like, like he just wasn't taken mm. seriously. And I was so, I wasn't like hurt or anything, but I was just like, you live in, in such a like confined box yeah. that you, you blind yourself from other possibilities. Yeah. Like, 
like just because you think of this one thing that like oh this is how it should be so mm. this is how it is mm. and i feel like that taught me that a lot of people are like that yeah a lot of people think that especially now that they're like oh you can't wear that it's a girl's shirt or, or you can't do this because of, of whatever like stereotype like mm. it's like it's like why do people confide themselves in this one like mental state when there's when if you could just tear it down there's so many possibilities um i feel like people naturally come and find comfort in like normality like you know they like regular lives they like waking up at a certain time they like driving to their job at a certain time they like seeing the same faces every day so they find comfort in that right yeah so patterns when, yeah humans when people start breaking those barriers and start breaking the normality they're like hey like that's not what you're supposed to be doing because, you know, they're, like, they're kind of, like, selfish mentally. And they're like, hey, no, like, stick to normal. I'll stick to my normal. And, you know, we could just both be normal. Mm -hmm. But when people start, you know, okay, I want to, you know, experience this differently. Or I want to do this differently. Or wear this differently. Or try this differently. You know, it, it kind of becomes a struggle because everyone around you just wants to, like, do the normal thing. And especially with the younger generation, um, older people look down upon us as, like, you know, kind of, like, not... Not where we should be, right? It's kind of like that stigma that we're like, you know, the generation where like, you know, we're like breaking all these barriers and whatnot, or trying to at least. So yeah. they kind of look at us as like, you know, idiots. Yeah, because because uh, just because we're young. Exactly. Like yeah. you brought up that teacher, he probably thought you were joking or whatever because you, yeah. you're young. So he, like you like who's this kid like you know telling me like you know he's silly. Yeah. But yeah, like feel like I'm definitely when I'm older, I'm gonna look at the younger generation with more like you know respect and stuff because at one point I was in that position as well. So back to like like people confining themselves into boxes um they're just afraid like they're not meant for it. like i feel like not everyone's meant to like go out of that box mm -hmm. and you go out of that box by like believing in yourself and believing in whatever passion you might be thinking of and like stepping out of that box and the kind of selfish thing that i say is that and I, and I don't like thinking like that but like hey like i'd rather you stay in your box and like you know live a normal life and it's less competition for me and like mm -hmm. whatever I want to make it. Like That's if, interesting. Yeah, if one person, and it sucks, I don't want to think like this, but sometimes I see people. Oh, no, it's okay. Yeah, sometimes I see it's people. Real. Yeah, they're like, you know, doing drugs and like eating shit and like, you know, they're, they're, they're fine with working at McDonald's for the rest of their life. And I'm like, fine, like, that's great, dude. Like, keep doing that because it's less competition for me to make it up. Like, it's easier for me to step over you and whatever because you never know when two like people might meet again, right? Yeah. Maybe if that guy would have kept going. He would have maybe became like, I don't know, a marketer for some company. And I was, I wanted to be a marketer for that company. And maybe he took my position. Like, you never know. Yeah. So if it's one less person that I got to worry about and making it, that's better for me. But then I have the other side of me where I'm like, bro, like, I see the potential in you. And I see that you could really come out of this box. Yeah. But you just choose not to. Like, because you just, like, you're satisfied with normal. And I don't feel like anyone should be satisfied with normal. Yeah, definitely. And it's so hard to, like, like yeah much less argue imagine having a i'm sorry like much less have a conversation and imagine arguing with somebody like that where you talk to somebody and, and they and uh and they think that like everywhere is the same like like oh because this one spot like miami is terrible i'm like the whole world is shitty yeah and it's like bro like if you just like i don't travel a lot but yeah. i love traveling mm -hmm. like i've i like i don't know what's holding me back i really want to hitchhike across the country you just should. like Get twenty dollars in my pocket, no, stick my thumb on sure. it, and see what happens. But, yeah. but I've heard stories where people hitchhike and, and they experience things. And and like, uh, this is guy that I saw on Rogan's podcast, uh -huh. David Schoen. 
uh, David Choi, and he's really good. You should check him out. He talked about um, he's an artist. He's actually the guy who painted a mural for Facebook, and that made oh, a damn. shit ton of money from it. Have you heard of him? No, I haven't. He's I've seen a, the mural, I think. Yeah, and uh, and he has so many stories of traveling when he was like just eighteen, going yeah. to different countries, and he and like I think now he's like in his forties or fifties. Yeah. And, and so when he was in eighteen, he wanted to go. I forgot the exact place but he wanted to go like across the world because mm. they thought there was like dinosaurs in this hidden jungle yeah. and he just and he just went yeah and you gotta keep in mind back then they didn't have phones yeah uh, gps's yeah. N- nothing like like you have everything in your pocket yeah all he had was cash and a dream <laughs> that That's man crazy, that man went and he's like oh you think there's dinosaurs but mm-hmm. he went he met up with this german guy that was uh supposed to be like somewhere someone important up in the like in the government yeah uh, but he will like this is his story. I'm talking. I'm, I'm saying it third hand because yeah, yeah. I watched the video. Yeah. Uh, he told. He said that. What did he say? He said that the German guy was there just to fuck. Like he just wanted to, to hook up with every every female he saw. And then they both went camping, yeah. and then that whole experience. Like he thought they got lost. They were about to die. He was, like, I like I don't want to like spoil it or take like the emotion away, but mm. he was just talking about how. How it got so distressful, where that he was like actually thinking about killing the German guy because That's he was crazy. wasting the resources and, and just stressing him out. Yeah, it was like survival, like survival. Yeah, and then, and then like the next day, like the night before, he uh-huh. had a rock, a boulder, and he was about to like throw it on this guy while he was sleeping, like straight like rust. I don't know if you know. Mm-hmm. Rust. And then, and he just stopped. He said that like he just couldn't, and then the next morning. The guy keeps eating shit, keeps being a dick, and he's like, bro, if only you knew what I was going <laughs> to So they do. killed you last night. Yeah. And they're walking, and then, boop, there's a there's a native like, uh-huh. just chilling. I forgot the exact uh, name for them. But yeah. he's, just, he's just chilling in the, at the top of the tree, eating food, mm-hmm. just watching them. Like, hey, like, what's up, guys? What the fuck? And then, and, then, and then they're, like, happy. They're like, oh, my gosh, it's a person. And yeah. they're like, like uh, since he's an artist, he yeah. was able to get a, like, I forgot if he used his finger or a stick, and, like, started drawing, like, like animals that they had to fight or like he's like drawing food and he's like yeah. oh can you give me food can yeah. you give me food uh and then he takes him to the village like his like and then they they eat food they were eating like uh i think like monkey genitals and like what the like weird fruits and shit and then the guy he talks to the head chief oh. and like and he's like oh can you guys do you know how to get back to the city and it turns out the city was like like a five mile walk away <laughs> So, like, they never really got far into the jungle. They yeah. were always, like, in the rim of it. Yeah. But, like, the way, the route they took, they never, like, could yeah. have found it. And it's just one of those things where it's, like, such, like, imagine yeah. experiencing that, like, being in that situation. And I feel like that experience, obviously, he, could, he probably said it, like, that experience changed him. Mm-hmm. And, like, made him do, like, led him down a path to where he is now successful. Obviously, he made that Muriel. So, yeah. obviously, it worked out. He's a great artist, yeah. So, yeah, um, I feel like, especially in the art scene and whatnot, you got to, like, not everyone can be 18 and be like, yo, I want to go somewhere where, like, there's supposed to be dinosaurs and just say, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Like, not everyone's meant for that. Yeah. And that's fine. But there's also the opposite of that where people are 18 and they go, like, fuck it, I want to go here. But they end up in this constant, like, cycle of, like, trying to make it and, like, trying to make it, like, somewhere in the world, you know, without, like, college or whatnot, you know, some, like, proper education. So they just go out and, like, they say, fuck it. Like, how, you know, some people do and get successful. Right. But they kind of stay in this cycle where they can't really, like, break the barrier. And they end up, you know, not really doing anything in their life. So I feel exactly. like you got to know the limit of like, okay, if I'm really made for this, then by like this time, I'm going to make it. If not, then, you know, you can't get caught up in that cycle. I mean, 
uh, like I, I'll go into personal life in a second, but mm-hmm. but I saw this quote from a TV show, uh, Legend of Korra. Yeah. Have you watched it? Um, I watched some of it. Yeah, season three is the best season, in my opinion. I watched it, and, and uh, this character name is here, mm-hmm. and he says he's like escaping prison. He's a bad guy, or like quote unquote bad guy, and he's like he's telling the guards as he's about to escape, like fucking him. He's yeah. like he's like uh, fear. Is a lie. T- um, no. Instinct is a lie mm-hmm. told by a fearful body, mm-hmm. hoping to be wrong. And the guard's like, "What's that supposed to mean?" He's like, "When you base your reality only on what you see, mm-hmm. you don't like." I'm butchering it now. You you uh, you uh, blind yourself uh-huh. from other possibilities, and then he's pretty to fuck him up. <laughs> yeah. God, we're like airbending and shit. Yeah. And uh, and that quote really stuck with me. Yeah. Because I saw that like in the summer and I'm still going back to him. I was like, yo, that is so true. Yeah. And I see that with people. Sorry. I see that with people and they talk, they talk like, you know, when people say things like matter of fact, yeah. And it's like, no bro. Like there's so much more to life, to the world. If you just give it a chance, if yeah. you explore, you don't even have to travel yeah. far. You could just fuck it. If you live in, uh, in Hallelujah, go down to, to Bayside yeah. or, or vice versa. Like yeah. there's so many things you don't have to travel like far. And I have this friend that I used to work with, mm. uh, and he worked there. He's still currently working there. He worked there for about two, three years. Mm. And like when it comes to entrepreneur and dropship, like one of the advice they say is like, if you're in a company and it don't promote you in three months, either ask them to promote you or dip, or yeah, or dip. And that's and that's exactly what I did. I said, yeah. oh, I feel like I'm very integral to the company. Like, do you think like uh, you know a yeah. promotion talk, business talk? And then he's like, oh, she's not on the budget right now. Yeah. And then, and then after that, like, the management changed, and I was like, okay, like, like the government. I feel like the universe is telling me to yeah, let like, go. And I'm talking to him. And yeah, I told you before, I found a new job. It mm. pays more, m- way better hours, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and it's just fun. Yeah. Like it's honestly fun. And I talked to my boy that's been working there for three years, and he's like, I tell him, I'm like, bro, you gotta leave. Like, you gotta. Like what? Why do you stay if you're miserable? He's confined like, to the box. He's confined. He's he's he. It's it's not even that he likes it. It's just he's used to it. That's exactly what it is. He needs to make the jump. He needs to make the leap because he's like, oh, then I have to start over somewhere else. And I'm like, yeah, yeah but you're not going anywhere here. Yeah. Like you, like I would rather like, and I did. Yeah. Rather start over somewhere new, then keep and then move up. You then then stay there and do nothing. Yeah. Go nowhere. Yeah. And as you like as. And I see that with some of my friends too. I feel like it's like our responsibility exactly. that we kind of like realize that and that yeah. like yo, like sit them down, like yo, listen, like to what the fuck I'm telling you, you gotta like, you gotta keep going. Mm-hmm. Like, you and can't settle for that. Like it hurts a bit. Yeah, you, exactly. You, you see the potential. Exactly. Like, they're your friends. Exactly. You have an emotional connection. You're exactly. like, bro, just you exactly. could be better. You could yeah. do better. For sure, hundred percent. But going to like the other, looking at the other side of things, do you feel that currently too many people force like? To have a thing, yeah. so to speak, like they try so too, hard too hard to be, to be different. Yeah, like, um, like they want to be different just to, yeah, to, for the sake of being different. Um, I see, yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Um, I see a lot of people like they could be like, um, they try to like they. I feel like different comes out naturally. Like you have to naturally be different. Yeah. Sometimes you can force and kind of make it work, but like you can get caught, you know, and then once you get caught, like that's it. But with being different, um, and people forcing it. I feel like sometimes, um, and I've seen it happen where, for example, um, I feel like 
when I started believing different is when I, you know, touched on like my feminine side, and especially Miami because you don't see a lot of dudes doing it. Right. But um, I know you don't want to talk about that right now, but quick and like tapping on it. Um, I would see dudes on like TikTok and whatnot, like videos and whatnot. They'd be wearing like you know sh- maybe like crop tops, but they only put it on for the videos. For the video, yeah, like you public. don't see them wearing it out of it. Like if they're going out with friends to like public, they're not wearing. They got the, the long black hoodie. Yeah, like they're sweatpants. doing it for the clout. Mm-hmm. Like they they only do it just for the clout, just to be different, just to get that you know women and attention and whatnot so yeah and it goes back with everything like some people just force that shit for like the clout and whatnot and just to get the publicity but they don't truly mean it on the inside yeah. and that's fine because eventually it's gonna it's, it's gonna catch up to you mm-hmm. like you can't you can't force karma. your lifestyle karma, yeah and karma you can't you can't like you can't live a lie mm-hmm, exactly so yeah that's on that yeah it's, it's, that's a very good point that you brought up yeah I see that a lot of people just do shit just for the clout yeah just because it's popular yeah and it's like kind of like, I don't know, it's just dirty, yeah. in my opinion. But I do have a boy that wears like crop tops mm-hmm. and like he skirts and shit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he like he does it for fun anyway. Yeah, he's chilling, bro. Fuck he's it, happy. Bro. He's like, I don't give a fuck about yeah, that. Yeah, that's me. Exactly, for sure. Uh, I mean, yeah, that, it's just silly at this point when people say shit like, "Oh, that's a girl shirt" or "That's a boy shirt." Yeah. I was like, bro, as long as it fits me. I'm yeah, like, I can fucking care less. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> me specifically, my my waist is like a twenty nine, like twenty eight, bro. So for me to find like men jeans, yeah, it's like my height too, because I'm like five eleven six feet. It's really hard. So like I'm kind of forced. Like, like I've been forced to kind of like wear like girl clothes because. I don't fit in, like, normal guy clothes. Yeah. So, you know, I'll be wearing jeans with, like, diamonds and, like, fucking hearts on them. And, like, the fucking, like, sometimes my, like, my ball space is, like, zero. Yeah. Because, you know, they're girl jeans. Right. But, like, it's what fits me. You know, the, the apple bottoms and whatnot. Like, mm. all that shit. I'm bringing that shit back. Damn. But fuck it. Like, Babanzo. Uh, what's that word? Babanzo? When you, like, make it shiny? Well, Bedazzle. Bedazzle. That's yeah. what I said. Bedazzle. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Bedazzle that shit. Yeah. Bedazzle nah. the hearts and shit. Fuck and it. it's crazy because I'm going to say something. And this wasn't the point of it, but unintended, it came, like, that was the, the consequence and result of it, you know, speaking on. Because, I, you know, I feel like toxic masculinity is a huge thing in Miami. Mm. Um, growing up as Hispanic, you know, we obviously, you know, like, no, you have to do this. Macho, el hombre, la casa. Yeah. When not, like, you know, you can't. Like, mm. especially with my earrings, um, to tell my dad that I wanted piercings was, like, crazy. Like, it was the end of the world. Damn. And you know You obviously get the studs first And then I got like The dangling ones mm-hmm. So like you know He kind of like Saw it progressing He's like oh like You're gonna end up gay Cause you know It only get like Progressed more and more Yeah they're yeah, yeah, like Oh no okay okay it's Yeah like, like, There's like, like There's a line between like What you wear And like your sexuality mm-hmm. Like that line should be Like profound And I feel like We need to work on Like making that line More profound And I feel like Also part of it is cause Um Nothing wrong with it But um The only people that are like kind of standing and advocating for like yo guys could wear like girl clothes are usually you know like they could be gay people you know they have that you know the voice and you know they talk you know like gay like talk like a girl and whatnot we don't have enough you know straight males you know doing that shit yeah and, like talking normally and you know just being like you know kind of like a man i guess mm-hmm. we're kind of like not gay if that makes sense I understand what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, you get trying to get them saying. Like yeah. A straight advocate. Yeah, like a straight male, like, you know, putting on girl clothes and, like, mm-hmm. putting, like, doing girl shit, like, normal yeah. shit. But um, back to the unintended consequence. If you're a male, a straight male, and, um, you know, you're not getting any play, like, you know, you're not getting the tensions from the females and whatnot, um, I would highly advocate to t- touch in into your feminine side because, bro, like, and it was completely unintended. Like, I didn't expect that much to happen, but once I started tapping into, like, my feminine side, like, it's crazy how many girls find that shit attractive now. Yeah, because 
you're not just like doing like being a feminine you're also like finding out your true self exactly like you're being real i feel like we're at a point and we're changing where girls are starting to find like being a man is more just like being more like open and expressing yourself and not being afraid of like only confining to that man like stigma stereotype Mm -hmm. so i feel like men nowadays to be a man you gotta like is to like be open like you know be secure of your sexuality and like you know experience things only right. not that like you know confined it like oh i'm a man like da 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 whatever um well i, I let me, let's talk about that phrase like like oh you be a man because yeah. i want to talk about that for a second but going back to the clothing Hold real on. quick quick second my dad's calling real quick oh you're good you're good uh this is actually a perfect time for a break all right but here's yeah. a word from our sponsors <laughs> bourbon sauce and brown sugar bacon and Angus steak and a top bun? This shit look nasty as fuck! We have the meat. I think of it as like, as what your definition is. Yeah. If, to me, being a man, like if, if you say be a man, it means doing the things that are hard, which, yeah. which is uh, admitting that you're at fault, yeah. admitting that you messed up. Yeah. That, that That's hard. Yeah. That's being a man. Uh, saying like yeah like admitting that you're wrong uh doing things that to to better for the better of Mm -hmm. others even though like like you don't gain anything out Mm -hmm. of it being honest being vulnerable Mm -hmm. that's a good one like being vulnerable like being okay to like show emotion to cry to me that's like that's a good way of being a man but there seems like like oh it's it's sexist to to say that Mm -hmm. and it's like it's like yeah, like like I I could see it from both sides, but I I think it's from definition. Like, if I were to have a kid, mm. and I would teach them like the like my morals, like to be a yeah. something, to be, to be loving, to be caring. I feel like that's, you definitely hit the nail. Like that's the main thing a man should be like accepting, mm-hmm. and to just be open to things. Yeah. Not like try to bring like, since I feel like it's becoming, like since when has it become like not cool to like try things like try new things like mm-hmm. that shouldn't be it yeah like we should like push for like people trying to like try new things as a man like because that we need more of that yeah and toxic masculinity there there's that too but like to me toxic masculinity things like oh like suck it up like, yeah oh don't don't show emotion uh, yeah uh if you gotta say this to her that's yeah. her and it's like sexy shit it's yeah, like, yeah nah that's not it it's not so yeah, that's why I say it depends on your definition. Mm-hmm, so like sure. in my yeah, in my opinion, it's like if you make it a good thing, like it could be a good thing. Like yeah, like I feel like that's like a lot of slang. Like it used to be like derogatory terms, oh. and now like there's like when like female friends, like me personally, I seen yeah. a lot. They'll be like, oh hey bitch, like that's yeah, my yeah. bitch. Yeah, and it used to be like a bad thing, mm-hmm. but they got they got it, mm-hmm. and then turned flipped it and turned mm-hmm. it into like like a form of endearment. Yeah, so I think that's pretty. It just cool. depends like context and you know mm-hmm. what you say to them. exactly uh but during our break you talk about you have a little little julie business yeah. going on on the side um lunar.julie.co that's shout a little out, shout, shout out, out. <laughs> um yeah i've always been like an entrepreneur i guess i've always i've never against like again like i'm completely against like i don't i don't see myself living a normal life like i know whatever the fuck i'm gonna do like i'm gonna have to make it and my main purpose in this life is to create I feel like if I could create something that could withstand the testament of time, I mm. feel like I've accomplished something. Like, that's it. That's all I want. I want something to be there after me because I'm only here for, like, I could die tomorrow. Yeah. I could die leaving, you know, 
like hopefully not but i could die like literally just going back home and yeah. that's it like i'm gonna become a memory and the traffic here <laughs> yeah <laughs> for real yeah. and like i become a memory and once those people you know die off you know the memory just fades away so like my purpose has failed right. so if i could create something whether it be a social media page you know a brand you know anything as mm-hmm. long as it could withstand the testament of time that's my goal in life going back to your instagram page mm-hmm. uh, is there any piece that you, like you made like any video or any picture that uh-huh. That you just like, like speaks to your soul. That you just enjoy. That um, you made or you look at. Yeah, the the most recent video, the last post on my page right now is like the purpose video, and I really feel like I connected. Like that was a really personal video because it involved my friends. It involved you know a beautiful place, Arctic House. Shout out Arctic House. Shout out. Uh, we may be working on some things, but um, in specific, like I remember in that video, I remember going to Arctic House. Arctic House is located in Ocean Drive. Right. It was chaos outside, like complete chaos right outside Arctic House. I don't know. Have you ever been to Arctic House? Uh, it's by, where is it by? Literally like Ocean Drive, kind of South Miami Beach. Not recently. Okay. But um, basically like, you know, the spring breakers are outside, like crazy cars honking everywhere, like music blasting. Yeah. And then you go into Arctic House and Arctic House is basically like an art museum where like it showcases different pieces, super dark, you know, timid, you know, and it was just beautiful, like coming into that new world. Mm-hmm. Like it was crazy. And then in that new world, like you kind of just like the art pieces are really good because they're like they're very vibrant and filled with like nice colors so it allows you to like really think and then i was thinking you know looking at my friends and whatnot and we're all just enjoying ourselves you know outside from this chaos so i was like you know the whole purpose of the video is like to not settle for less and it kind of helped me create this other concept i have called dreams or death so it's basically like how i view my life like it's either i reach my dream or like i feel like i'd rather just die like literally because i just i can't I can't without my dreams I'm nothing so dreams of death was created on that too that's like a, a whole little other concept but it really speaks for the video because I basically talk about like how I see my friends settling for less in this age especially because you know we're going to college and whatnot so some people are just like no nah, like I want to go to you know study this and that's that's nothing wrong with that but it's just not for me yeah. and I see some potential in them that they could do more than you know just you know doing normal shit but that video you know like it speaks to like you know everyone has their purpose and to chase that purpose and I feel like um, my mentality right now, I feel like whatever you're thinking of doing at like 17, 16, if you have a dream or passion, I feel like you should chase it like endlessly because we're like in a perfect state where we're not really thinking of like our future. We are kind of thinking of our future, but we don't have to worry about jobs or like stress or anything yet. Right. And we're not like too little to like not understand that and like to not have dreams or anything. So we're like in right in smack the down spot. in the middle. Exactly. So we're right smack in the middle. So like it basically allows for like this vibrant, I like, like this vibrant, like ability for us to like really do what we want to do because we're not influenced by anything exactly and i feel that's a good message to not settle yeah like don't settle that's one of like the biggest things within my family yeah um yeah that's really cool man that's really inspiring i really enjoy your work i enjoy meeting people like you i enjoyed meeting you yeah uh definitely gives me like hope like for the youth and stuff uh I'm just, I'm happy. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, man. for sure. Anytime, bro. Right now, we're going to jump on the Instagram Q&As. All right, man. This first question. Well, I mean, yeah, this, there's just one person that commented a lot, and she uh-huh. does have a lot of good Yeah, questions. shout out to Melanie. I'm, uh, I'm sorry for pushing it. Melanie, yeah, Melanie Lisa. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just going to go down a couple questions yeah. she wrote down. Uh, I like this one in particular. She said, 
you guys could do a segment where you say, you know, you're in Miami when blank. Uh, so I'm asking you. All right. You know, um, you're in Miami when. Um, I think the cliche like main thing is like that traffic, bro. Like when you're in like Palmetto, bro. Like when you're that, in like, the traffic. That traffic is busting, bro. Like okay, like I'm in Miami. Like I wanted a manual car, but I was like, bro, like in traffic, dude, that shit would suck ass because it's yeah. all traffic. All right. Uh, next one is, are you really from Miami? If you have, if you don't have a seven eight six number. Um, if you don't have a seven, or you have a seven eight six, or you have a seven eight six number. I mean, I have a seven eight six number. I have one too. Yeah, okay. I think, I think I'm about? from Miami. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, nah. If you have a seven eight six, uh, three or five. What's the other one? Nine, nine five, five four. four. Yeah, that, I mean are. that's Broward. Yeah, that's Broward. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes, eh? It depends, uh, it depends. what part of Broward. Yeah, it depends. How do you maximize your time? Um, I feel like going into everything with a plan and like scheduling everything. We have the, you know, phones and whatnot, so it's kind of to our advantage, but definitely keep everything, you know, kind of, like, together in, like, one spot, maybe, like, notes or, like, your reminders or whatnot to, like, really just kind of put everything together and then make the most out of it. Um, and just don't sit at home and eat shit. Like, if you're at home, read a book, uh, watch some interviews, but just don't fucking, just eat, don't eat shit. Mm-hmm. The best way to, yeah, yeah, don't eat shit. I mean... If I could put my input, um, a while back, I used to have this thing where it's like, I would want to do something, mm. and then, I, like, first, like, something, like, I wouldn't have the car, like, let's say I want to go to the gym, mm. but it's, uh, I, I, like, I didn't have the transportation to go, mm. so I would just feel really shitty, really sluggish, Yeah. and then I would, like, think of other things to do, and yeah. I'm thinking of so many things at once that I just end up not doing anything, because yeah. I'm thinking for so long, and, but I learned not recently, but I learned that if you just do something, if you just use up that time yeah, like instead of wasting it, worrying it. Yeah. Like there was one time where I was like, oh, like I can't go to the gym because it's too packed and mm-hmm. like, I don't like working over a shit ton of mm-hmm. people. So I was like, let me wash my car. Mm-hmm. Let me take it out. Let me wash it. And I spent like two hours yeah. just washing my vacuum and doing the whole shabam. And I didn't work out, but I felt accomplished. Yeah. I was like, I, like, I did, did something. Yeah. And I feel like that's a lesson that, like, yeah. a lot of people should know. Literally, should like, learn. just do, like, something. Something. Anything. Like, pr- like yeah, productive. Like, washing your car, whatever. Like, reading a book. Like, it's easy as that. Drawing. Like, Drawing. Poetry. Literally anything to, like, open your mind or, like, take your mind off something. It's always a mm-hmm. good thing to, you know, do something with your hands or whatnot. Even, like, cleaning. Yeah, literally. Like, you're not wasting time. No, you're, you're cleaning. Fucking, you're doing, cleaning is yeah, a And when you're stuff. cleaning, you could be, like, thinking of other things or doing, you know, put your music on, vibing out, mm-hmm. expressing yourself. So, yeah. For sure, 100%. So, we're going to do one more from uh, from her, from mm-hmm. Melanie Lisa. <laughs> uh, this one's interesting. Why do others not see the potential in themselves as they do for someone else? Um. Okay. So, I feel like we've been in our bodies forever. Like, I'm like 17 years old, so I've been in my body for 17 years old. Like, right. I get comforted and i find my thoughts like normal like boring whatever sometimes because i'm so used to myself right like it's literally all i've ever known like it's my mental like you know my brain my body my my blood whatever like it's just me yeah so when someone else views you from like an outside perspective it's like a whole new world so they really see like what they kind of don't have so they find that like super like abstract or like interesting and it's natural like even with our like looks and attractiveness sometimes we find ourselves you know maybe think we're like ugly but, like, if you really think about it, like, I've looked at myself in the mirror for, like, 17 years, mm. right? So, like, I'm so used to myself. But to other people, I'm like, damn, like, I, they've, they've never seen another me. 
But it's like, damn, like, you know, you're, you might be, you know, attractive or whatnot because it's different. Yeah. And it's interesting because, like, when it comes to, like, spiritual awakenings and the e- mm-hmm. ego death, it's, it's kind of like the societal thing where it's, like, you, if you are, like, okay or, or, like, talk freely about, like, like oh yeah like 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 I'm a good looking guy like yeah. oh like like I did this better or, or like oh I'm good when it talk when it comes to talking about this yeah you kind of seem you kind of come off it's as like, like narcissistic yeah, cocky and whatnot cocky and it's like nah it's just confidence. it's like I mean yeah yeah like it's hard to like to walk on that on that invisible line on that barrier of being like oh I, like I'm self aware yeah versus oh I'm cocky and I nah. feel like a lot of people like. Like they'll meet you, yeah. and they'll be like, "Oh, this guy's kind of like off his own asshole." And they're, yeah. like, and they're like, "No, bro. Like, I'm just, nah. I'm just being honest. Like, like I know, I know what I know." I could, I could dead ass sit here and say I'm a pretty ass motherfucker, <laughs> and I, I'll say that to like the end of the world. Like, I don't care what you tell me. Like, I'm gonna believe that to yeah. like I'm dead, cause that's how, that's how I have to believe it. Mm-hmm. Cause if I'm not, what am I gonna do? Like, you know, oh, I'm not pretty. I can't do this. Whatever. Yeah. Like, nah, bro. Like, I'm a pretty ass motherfucker. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. Like, that's, nah. that's some like some positive. Uh, what's the word? Like, like not reassurance, but yeah, yeah that's what it's as long like. as I don't like bring anyone down or anything, shit, I can. Why do like you shouldn't care about what I think about myself? And that's that's like another thing when it comes to toxicity, yeah. where where it's like you would say something like, oh, like I look good in this fit, yeah. and then and then what? someone else is like, oh, yeah. nah, you, like you ugly and I fucked your bitch. And it's like, yeah. bro, that was unnecessary. Yeah. Like, why do you need to knock me down to make yourself and that's feel better? That's touch, yeah. Some terrible. Touching work. on that real quick. Um. In Miami real quick uh, for a guy to like make friends with other guys like a group of guys to make friends with other group of guys like I find it like super impossible you think like it's so hard bro because they automatically see they're like I want to take I'm, I'm gonna say the B word because you know that's how they talk but like yeah I want to take your bitch like I'm gonna fuck your bitch like fuck you I want to like you know yeah. you a fuck ass whatever but like bro like you don't even know me mm-hmm. like, you don't know what I believe in you don't know who I am you don't know how I could be like it's just that and I this this came up to me one time when I was in the gas station I always remember it. I was with this girl I was talking to, and, you know, I'm in the back, whatever, and I see this guy coming up to, like, talk to her. And automatically, I'm like, yo, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, he's testing my shit. Like, why is, why is this dude, like, talking to my girl? Mm-hmm. So I go up to him, like, you know, piss him. Like, yo, like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like, is he trying to get at her? Turns out the dude was just from, like, up north, like, Georgia, and he was just, like, having a normal conversation with her. So, like, I feel like, especially in Miami, like, we have that thing where we're like, bro, if you're not, like, if you don't rock, if you're not rocking with me right now, like, bro, like, you, you like, don't even talk to me. Yeah. Like, you're lame, you're weirdo. Definitely have that guard up in that regard. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. And I feel like we need to, like, as guys, bro, like, we just need to vibe and chill out. Like, I be seeing people up in, like, North Carolina, South Carolina, it's just, like, a bunch of boys just, like, hanging out and shit. Like, the whole school, like, fucks with each other. Mm-hmm. Like, the boys, you know, they, get, they go hard and whatnot. But here, like, oh, for a whole school, for, like, the guys to fuck, like, to fuck with each other, like, that's really hard because everyone's just out to, like, try to fuck each other over. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I definitely, definitely agree. And I, and I, but one of the things that I th- that I like notice is mm-hmm. that those those type of people like cause like, it could be guys and girls like that have that kind of mindset like oh like you a bitch and I'm better than you yeah they they kind of like are underdeveloped yeah like, emotionally insecure and, maybe and physically yeah they're yeah. insecure and and you can really tell a lot from somebody how like how they act mm-hmm. like I'll be like oh okay you're like compensating mm-hmm. like yeah you're not really I don't want to say like like woke but you're just not really like like you just kind of like yeah like a bottom feeder like a bootleg exactly stuff like that. for sure I agree with you. and it and in that regard it's kind of like like just by you being uh that type of like negative person mm. to- like toxic mm. it kind of diminishes automatically your opinion on me or like on someone yeah. else so 
it's like it's like one of those things they have to realize you know because i know a lot of people that deal with anxiety they mm-hmm. they already think uh like random people's opinions because you would go and you'll be like oh uh like a family member will be like oh no you're beautiful like i love you yeah and then some random fucking random ass person on the internet will be like fuck you you're ugly and yeah. then they take that to heart so, yeah. instead of the compliment exactly and i feel like like one of the things to deal like me personally dealing with anxiety is to realize that like, yeah, everyone has a different perspective, but no one knows my story. Like, people can assume, but they're going to be wrong. Exactly. They're going to be wrong. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, that, that was just my advice. Yeah. <laughs> that was straight. This final question comes from Frank Off W. Yeah. And they ask, what's your plans of on growing the account? But, um, Firstly, shout out Frank. Uh, shout out he's like, he's a little bit older, so, but like he definitely keeps me in check, and he's always like, you know, asking me about like, you know, making content and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I feel like I noticed that I really need to push this account when a video at the bon- shout out Bonfire Miami too. They do some crazy ass bonfires and events. Yeah, a couple times that shit is crazy insane. Yeah. The last one was really fucking crazy. I just couldn't go, but uh, yeah, like they're creating something pretty cool. But um, I realized that I really have to push this page. And the ideology behind it, when a video of a bonfire, which is like, you know, party, you know, cops, drugs, girls shaking asses and whatnot, that shit got like, I think it's at 8,000 views right now. Mm-hmm. My most watched video, right? I got a bug ton of followers off that. It has like almost a thousand likes. It's crazy. Yeah. Literally a minute clip. It wasn't even like an IGTV. It was just a normal clip. And then like a video of like, you know, kids, you know, cleaning up a beach and like doing something good for like, you know, the environment yeah, and whatnot. I guess yeah. like 300 views, like barely anything. Yeah. And it's like, bro, like Miami, we need to like, we need to start pushing out the raw shit and like get away from that. It's good to have parties and whatnot, and, like that yeah. lifestyle, but it has to be a balance. I feel like we're completely pushed to like the party lifestyle aspect mm-hmm. of it. So yeah, like that's when I'm like, okay, I want to push. My whole goal is to like push the rawness, authenticity of Miami to the top, and um, basically collaborating with the people, like people like you. And it sucks sometimes because I have what a thousand six hundred followers, not even that much. But, bro, like, I'm giving you a platform to, like, go and put your art pieces or your pictures or, mm-hmm. you know, your poetry or whatever. And then, sometimes, like, sometimes I don't know why people just don't send stuff. Like, come on. Like, if you're watching this, like, right now, go onto the page, go to my DMs and send whatever the fuck you have. It could literally be, like, a picture you took on your phone today of, like, a tree or something. I don't care. Like, a bird. Whatever the fuck. The whole point of this page is, like, I don't care how big I get. Some, like, 12-year-old kid on, like, his Samsung could literally take a picture of, like, what he thought was cool today. And I'll post it. Man. Like with big brands and stuff, you have to like email like the art design, whatever, and like yeah. email those people to have your shit the featured. Manager. Yeah, like the manager. Like, no, bro. Hit my DMs. I'm there. We'll talk. Whatever it may be, I'm trying to help you, you know, reach your dreams because it's, it's dreams or death at the end of the day. That's what's up, bro. Yeah. yeah that, that's that's hella respect for that. Yeah. And and that's kind of the same for, for Project Idea because mm-hmm. one of the things that when I made this account, I, I told my, like, one of my closest boys, I was like, yeah, like, because uh, I'm friends with a lot of musicians and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, like, I want them, I want to, like, repost their work and, and, and help them out yeah, and stuff. Yeah. But, like, no one's sending me anything. Exactly. And he's like, well, they don't know. They yeah. probably, they think that this is your own thing and they don't nah. want to interfere. And I'm like, no, yeah. that's not it at all. And at the same time, I, I tell them and they're like, yeah, but we just, you know, through to the pandemic and everything, yeah. we're not actually doing anything. So there's nothing yeah, yeah. to promote right now. Yeah. So we have to, but I'm pretty sure, like, I think there's a show in April. Uh-huh. Like, don't call me, guys. You know, but there might be a show in April, late April. So you might see more posts around uh, around that. But uh-huh. like getting personal, like mm-hmm. uh, you with me right here, and, mm-hmm. and the listeners at home, if you're listening, uh, I don't like talking. 
Believe it or not, I don't. I'm not. I don't like talking. That's I'm funny. The, I'm the quiet one. I'm yeah. the quiet dude. I'm the one that just sits back, listens to the music, or just uh, like sits back and observates everybody. Uh-huh. I mean, if I'm comfortable, if you're one of like the closest boys, like I'll talk. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll eat shit. I like you know, yeah. do dumb shit. Uh-huh. But I don't like talking. Like I don't like like you know putting myself out there and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And and that's a problem because I find it a problem because people will, uh, will ask me, especially in my job. Uh, hopefully they're not listening. Yeah. Hopefully they are actually. <laughs> Shout out to you guys, but. They would talk, they would say like, oh, I heard you have a podcast. Yeah. That's cool. And then I'll be like, oh, <laughs> yep. And then walk away like, yeah. like nervously. And I'm like, like, bro, like I need to get more comfortable. Like, like this is a part of my life. I need to yeah. get more comfortable like putting For it sure. out there in person. Do you feel like, like it's crazy because maybe in like doing this, you kind of get better at that. Like For talking sure. to people and whatnot. I people. do. Right now. This, I've learned a yeah. lot from it. And uh, for sure, 100%, bro, I could say that you have to. Like, you have to, like, bro, when they say the podcast, you have to be like, yeah, like, it's my fucking podcast. Yeah, like, like, I love the shit. Of it. Like, do you want to be on it? Like, bro, you can literally be on it. Like, whatever. That's how I be. Because you got to you gotta push that shit. You really yeah. do. So, yeah. Because, like, it's no longer like a, like, this ain't no Radio Rebel shit. You see nah, that? This bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't no Radio nah, Rebel. Bro. Like, this is me. Like, yeah, this is, this is your passion, like, bro. I got to tell people, like, oh, yeah, that's me. For sure, it's me. Like, this is what I do. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. No, definitely. And, and, uh. With that being said, thank you so much for coming on, no bro. Problem. It's been a pleasure. Anytime. It's a lot of fun. Uh, this episode comes out on April 1st, so mm-hmm. if you guys are listening, happy, happy Fool's Day. <laughs> uh, is there anything you want to say, anything you want to promote before we close out? Um, Nothing, bro. Shout out to Project 88. They're really doing something crazy. And I hope in a couple years from now, maybe even months, we could do like a follow-up interview and be like, yo, that house shit has changed. And hopefully shit has changed because I truly believe it could change if we push for it. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for submitting your questions. Uh, And we'll see you next week. Have a good one.